Welcome to the season five recap episode of the Bottom of the Stream Show, whatever <laughs> we call in these things these days. I guess it's a special wave episode. I think it is a special wave episode, but also a special movie show episode. So it's a bit of everything. What are you going to do? It's a, it's a traditional Bottom of the Stream episode. It's an amalgamation, if you will, of our two good shows. Good word. I like the good word. How are you, Nick? Great. Did we say we were? No, you're Nick. I'm Adam. <laughs> that we've done that. How are you, Nick? Great. Good. Just come hot-footed it straight over here from a party. A party on a yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. Thursday night party. Get yeah. you. You're like living your youth again. Eight-year-old birthday oh, party. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Soft play. FTW. You Just know. where you saw the ugly man with the ugly kid. <laughs> you said <laughs> you would not mention that. I did. I apologise. I wouldn't say he was ugly. He looked like Steve Buscemi. Same thing, isn't it? Some would say Steve Buscemi is a very distinctive and attractive man. Who looked like Steve Buscemi? The man or the kid? (laughs) (laughs) That's the difference there. The man looked like Steve Buscemi. (laughs) I'm sorry. I did tell you I wasn't going to bring it up. Absolutely fine. I'll just never trust you with anything again. (laughs) Good. So we've had plenty of cake and jelly. I haven't. Trifle. Kids have. Yeah. They're wired now. They're not going to go to sleep at all, are they? Probably not. It was a party on a Thursday. I know. Crazy people. It's been up to anything else this week? Uh, anything else? Just, you know, working hard. Playing harder. Not Well, yeah, soft playing harder. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. How about you? No, not really. Been a bit of a quiet one. Not done a lot. I've been excited to do this Same. episode. It's exciting to get to the end of another season. It's not really it? a plan. Nope. We're just going to have a bit of a chat about the uh, season five, which we just finished last week. With yep. Nobody knows I'm here. We've got a few little tidbits of news to do quickly. Yep. A few things we've been watching. We're going to pick our next Extending the Rods show. Yep. Then we're going to do a season five review. Then we've got some information about wild cards and shit. And then we're going to pick the first episode of season six. Sounds like via a good, the randomizer. Sounds like a good idea. So it's not much of a plan, but there is a plan. Keep it free and easy. As always. <laughs> so do you want to start with news? Yeah, let's do a bit of news. Do you like... Mike Flanagan. You can't keep asking me this every week. <laughs> Do you know Mike Flanagan? Yes. Who's or just must just work for at least twenty eight hours a day. He must do. He's he's pretty much putting all of Netflix's horror content out at the minute. <laughs> he just is Netflix's horror content. Because yeah, he made Midnight Mouse. It's the best TV show I've seen in ages. Oh, I've watched a bit more of that. No, have you? Yeah. And. I've now watched four episodes. Okay, cool. So you're getting... You're Taking getting it quite slow, because like... Yeah, that's fine. You're getting into the guts of it now. Well, and also, <laughs> I didn't realise they're all like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, they're all massive. <laughs> they're all like nearly a movie. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it is. I don't want to talk spoilers, people still might have seen yeah. it. Yeah. I've seen it. May, I think maybe we could do a sneaky little bonus on it when I've Directing. finished watching it. I'm up for that. Because I've, I've got a lot I want to say about it. Yeah, same. Um. Yeah, I just, just finished episode four last night and that thing happened at the end. And I was like, no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the thing that happens at the end of episode four is a, is a thing. I really didn't want that to happen <laughs> to that person. Yeah. I was really upset. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see, <laughs> see what happens in episode five. <laughs> so, but anyway, what about Mikey, Mikey Flan? Mikey Flan? <laughs> Mikey Flan. Mikey Flan. He has announced a new project for Netflix. He does this every day. I uh, Pretty much. Um, yes, he has. It's called The Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. It's Nothing to do with him. <laughs> Usher's house fell down and Mike Flanagan's going to make a TV show on it. Uh, it's an adaptation of some Edgar Allan Poe work. Yeah. So the short story has got the same name, but it's amalgamating other Edgar Allan Poe 
poems and stories into this one show. It's exciting. Now, I'm interested to see if he is going to do that sort of set the modern day, but they'll all talk. <laughs> Possibly, you know what he's like. The old style. Or is it just, are we just going to do modern takes on Poe stories? Because that'd be pretty cool as well. Don't you think the Poe is a bit of an untapped well of horror? There's, there's not a lot of adaptation to this stuff. I agree. And then there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. It just feels like you could just do a lot of this stuff. Everyone listening to this right now is thinking of that bit in the Simpsons, Simpsons. <laughs> Halloween special. Yeah, they are. When they do the Telltale that's the best heart. adaptation of a Poe story. And The far. Raven, yeah. This isn't his next project. No. And it isn't the project after that either. Because <laughs> he's got... Lining them up. Yeah, his next project's called The Midnight Club. And then and then one after that is called Something is Killing the Children, which is really a cool title. Because he's got a history of killing children. <laughs> and uh, Dr. Sleepy really violently murders a child. <laughs> so it's... Uh, that should be interesting. So it's the third in line Netflix. They're all Netflix shows as well. Yeah, yeah. It's the third in line Netflix horror show that he's working yeah. on. Busy, which is, busy man. Yeah, so that'll be six horror TV shows he's written for Netflix. And they've all been and gone. He's, he said he's going to direct at least half the episodes of this. Yes, and his, his mate is going to do the other half, isn't he? Because he yeah. works with this guy quite a lot. I can't remember his name. Oh, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, well wait till next week see what else he announces but there you go <laughs> have you seen that I'll, I'll read this paragraph here but i didn't even know donald sutherland was still working he's got to be well old i did not know that so keeping it keeping it horror themed it was announced recently that the hunger games actor donald sutherland and its star Jaden martell have both signed on for netflix chiller mr harrigan's phone i've read that that's a short stephen king story it is a short stephen king story due out in 2022 it's a very short story yeah <laughs> really short but it's good yeah yeah, it's really good. Oh, I didn't even know that be... was being worked. No, on. I didn't. That's interesting. Donald Sutherland. How old is Donald Sutherland? Eighty-six. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jaden Martell's not that old. He's, <laughs> I think he's eighteen. I think he's the oldest of the eight kids. Next one. Right. Could you imagine a world where one of your favourite shows meets one of my favourite shows? No. Well, you really enjoyed the competitive Netflix glass blowing competition. <laughs> blown away. I did. And I love an episode of Queer Eye. Okay, you do. <laughs> the Christmas edition of Blown Away will be hosted by Bobby Burke <laughs> from Queer Eye. Netflix okay. is now amalgamating... Their own shows together. <laughs> their own franchises. Yeah. He will host Blown Away Christmas. Why have they changed the host? <laughs> this, this is one of the questions I'd like to ask. It's four-part special. Four-part Christmas special. Launching on November the 19th. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose by the time you've done that, if you do that weekly, you get to Christmas. He's the um, he's the one who does all the interior designing. Right. Okay. So maybe after the glass has been blown, he'll be like, this would look great yeah, maybe in that's your living room. Maybe that's what he's doing. He just wants to revamp his house. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, he says he was a guest judge on season two. I don't, okay. I've don't. i not seen season two, I don't think. Uh, I've seen most of it. I got spoiled on the winner, though. So oh, I, I remember you saying, so maybe that happened. Yeah, I didn't watch. Uh, All of it, you, I don't think. Before you got to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'd like to see celebrity blown away. I'd like to see celebrities have a go at making glass things. Yeah. It'd be that, well that, that would be a laugh. Because it's, it's horrible when they break them. It's, it gives me a real sinking <laughs> feeling. So when celebrities do it, it'd be even worse. Netflix have started announcing their Christmas movies. Cool. Because we're getting near that time. Yeah. It's not or more now. info on previously announced movies. Yeah. One of their big releases this Christmas is called A Boy Called Christmas. Okay. 
Uh, it stars Maggie Smith, Kristen Wiig, and a load of other famous people. Do you know what the, A Boy Called Christmas is about? Nope. It's a Santa Claus origin story. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. Santa, boy, Santa Claus is a young boy? Yeah, Santa Boy turning into Santa, Santa Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a story that's never been told before. It's got quite the cast. Uh, it's based on a novel from 2016 written by a guy called Matt Haig. Uh, the movie stars, as well as the guys we've already mentioned, Toby Jones, Sally Hawkins, Stephen Merchant, Jim Broadbent, who's in most Every Christmas, Christmas films. Yeah. Uh, directed by Gil Keenan, who directed Monster House, which is a great animated movie. City of Ember, and also the 2015 version of Poltergeist. Oh, interesting. A Boy Called Christmas arrives on Netflix on November the 24th. Is it animated or is that just a really weird photograph? <laughs> I do not believe it is. That doesn't look real. Yeah. The kid looks very... He's got a filter on. That sounds interesting. Next one. Last one. Yeah, we've not got loads of news because we want to spend most time yeah. talking about season five. Um, But quite a nice story. Netflix is paying for people to go to college. Okay. They have announced a scholarship <laughs> at Howard University uh, in the name of Chadwick Boseman. Oh, okay. Um, this year, they are going to send a scholarship. A scholarship. Scholarship. A scholarship. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Just that sounds like a, a Netflix TV show. And send it to school. <laughs> With Chadwick, dressed up as Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> yeah. I want a scholarship <laughs> for my garden. Uh, but yes, yeah, so they're going to... Um, Pay for someone every year to um, to study in dramatic arts. Okay. Um, because that is where uh, Chadwick Boseman got his his degree from. Right. Uh, so Netflix is putting putting the uh, investment there. I think that's a nice touch. Yeah, agreed. And it'll it's be nice named move. the scholarship will be named after him as well. So they call it the Chadwick. The Chadwick. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream, Nick? I've watched. Uh, I finished Squid Game. Okay. The, the show the world is talking about. Everybody in the world has watched Squid Game. Yeah. Except me. Have you not? I've not even started it yet. No. It's everywhere. It is. It is ridiculous. It's going to beat Bridgerton. Like, it's going to beat Bridgerton. That's just crazy to me. I know we talked about that last week, but it still blows my mind. I, I, I can't believe how much this has caught on. No, not me. If you go onto your, um, your app store, there's, there's like, 50 rip-off Squid Game mobile games already. Yeah. Uh, if you go to Netflix, they've got a Korean TV section now. Yeah. They've got a survival thriller TV section. They're literally just throwing everything at it. It's madness. It's just snowballed. It is. Is it any good, though, Nick? This is the question. Do you know what? It's good. Okay. It's, it's not great. Really? It's not great. It's good. I could name you 10 things we've seen that are weirder and better. <laughs> Would you be weirder d- and better? And <laughs> And I would say, if you like Squid Game, this one's going to knock your socks off. I suppose the biggest comparison we can do is Alice in Borderland, because it's virtually the same show as far as I can tell. Do you know what? Which is better. So I liked Alice in Borderland, but it had a lot of faults. Yes. If, gun to my head, I'm choosing Alice in Borderland. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So I was saying this to you the other day, there's quite a few people at work talking about Squid Game. And I said to them, well, if you've liked that, then check out Alice in Borderland. It's virtually the same. And they're like, oh, I don't think that's for me. <laughs> and I'm like, where has this Squid Game thing come from? <laughs> that it's got into that people's, into people's mentality, but they don't want to watch anything else that's like it. The first three or four episodes yeah. 
I was, I literally, I was like, I think I might be an alien because I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it at all. And then the last, the second half of the season is much stronger. Right. I thought. I think it's episode six. So there's a, there's a game where they all have to basically they have to play marbles, and 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 that's that's the best episode of the series because the acting is excellent. Right. Okay. I, I don't know if it's because people think, oh, this is a new twist. There's people playing kids' games but being brutally murdered. Is yeah. that? I was like, I've seen this before. Yeah, it's been this done is, There is nothing new here. And I I keep going back to the, like, animal world. Yeah. That shit's all over Squid Game. <laughs> really? It's not even close. Wow. But it's it's absolutely fascinating how this thing is yeah, it, it's it, it's, omnipresent in the space of a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's just hit. It is really just hit out of nowhere. I'm going to watch it. I will, I'll probably got, start it this week. Yeah, do. I, I would really, I will yeah. Do. Yeah, I've got one see what you think. Kevin can fuck himself left. So then I'll go from there. Okay. It's not good. Oh, really? No, it starts off really strong. Yeah, because you were, you I was were all over praising it. it a couple of weeks ago. But it just, it loses its way right. completely to the point where its format, which is weirded to start with, actually becomes quite jarring. Okay. And it's obvious where it's going. And there's less and less of the funny sitcom-y scenes to it and more and more of the dark stuff. Okay. And then it just becomes a normal dark thriller. Okay. So you, they lost track of their gimmick. Is that because it wasn't sustainable? Yeah, probably. Because it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but they they completely lost track of the gimmick. And then it just becomes another boring thriller. Woman wants to kill her husband thriller. We've all You've seen them. But its gimmick was that it was two different shows in one. Yes. But the some, some, the... there's a couple of episodes where that happens like once. Where there's like one sitcom scene there. And then the rest of it's just all the dark so it stuff. And it should have gone even. It should have been the other way. It should have been all sitcom with a few dark scenes. But they've done it. It just doesn't work Okay. towards the end. It's of coming it. back though, isn't it? Yeah, I it's think. been renewed. Yeah, It has been renewed. So I've got the finale to do, which I'll probably do later today. And then I'm done. So then I'll start Squid Game. Okay. And we'll go from there. Ace. Have you watched anything else? I think that's pretty much it for me. I watched two things over the weekend. Sure. I watched Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. Right. Which we talked about a few weeks ago. It's Charlie Brooker's new show. Yes. One off. One off, yeah, one off little. I don't even know what it is. It's <laughs> it's good. It's entertaining and it's fun. Okay, but it it feels like it should be on Channel Five at ten o'clock on a Sunday night. So it's, it's no, there's no no sort of I don't think so. satirical no bitingness that he's known for. No, I don't think there it's is not that sort and of thing. I don't know if I've missed something, but it just felt like it's just Rob Lowe talking about himself a lot because he's got the biggest ego of anybody <laughs> you've ever known. And then there's people like Jonathan Ross there just talking about cliches in films. And there's just loads of different talking heads. And I don't think it was anything special. Right. And whether I've missed something or not, I don't know. But it was good. But it wasn't. It Throw wasn't, away. It wasn't Charlie Brooker good. Throw away. Yeah. Okay. I think so. And then I watched a film on Saturday night called The Guilty. This is Jake Gyllenhaal slash Gyllenhaal's new movie. Isn't it, it is indeed. He's a call handler. He's a, nine, he's a police detective. Who's right. been demoted to nine one one call handler after a police involved shooting where he's being investigated and ready to go to court for the shooting and killing of somebody. They've demoted him to nine one one call handler. And he takes a call of a girl, a lady who's been kidnapped, and it all spirals from there. Right. And it's pretty much a one man show. It's it's him in this call centre talking to people on the phone perfect movie to film during a pandemic exactly <laughs> imagine that's exactly what it was he's literally in a room on his own i think there's like four people in it okay and then there's but there's loads of other voices of people he's talking to it's 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 nothing more than okay it's 
it's, oh, we're being scathing tonight. <laughs> it's worth watching if you've got nothing else to watch. Sure, but you um, could. Uh, you, could you see why someone like that would take the role because yes. it's their front and center? Like, yeah, it's it's a it's a one man. Anybody's not going to turn. Nobody's going to turn on a one man show, are they? But how the story evolves is good, and the twist at the end is quite nice. But there's just not enough in it. Okay, you know what I mean. It's just watching a man on the phone. But I quite enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it's bad, but I wouldn't say it's not. It's not doing anything. You're not raving about it. No, but check it out if you've got a spare hour and a half. Fine. That's it. That's all I've watched. So th- as we go through the wave in kind of the same order that we normally do, shall we talk about what we're going to do on extending the rods? Let's do now? it. Yes. Let's do it. So now. we picked our next extending the rod show. Yes, this is our watch along feature. If you are a new yes. listener, so we um, release. A show on a Monday called The Wave. That is our sort of news and chat show. We must have a feature on there where we watch an episode a week of a obscure it's TV a show. Bottom of the stream TV show, isn't it? Exactly. It's a TV. The whole show is based on trying to films that nobody's watching. It's when we extend our rods, we're trying to find a TV show that nobody's it's watching. Kind of like a book club, but with yeah. TV shows. And if you join us in our Discord, then there's an exclusive room where you can chat about a sad show and watch along with us. Yes. Now, we've done three three shows so far yeah plus one a one-off special thing um two we did alice in borderland which we just previously mentioned which was japanese yes Jap- was it japanese yes yes then we did blood ride. blood ride which was norwegian it was then we did the island which was shit <laughs> <laughs> which was also but was american um and then we did frankenstein's monsters monster frankenstein for like a one-off yeah and now we're crossing the borders into a different country again somewhere we've not been Ever. neither from a tv show or a movie we're going to india yeah i'm really excited <laughs> me too um we've picked a tv show it's got how many episodes did you say it's got four four so it's, it's a mini series so many series got four 45 minute episodes so in theory it should take us up to episode four of season six indeed <laughs> good <laughs> maths that's how Genius. time works <laughs> um it's called how are we pronouncing this nick batal batal B-E-T-A-A-L. Would you like to give me a synopsis? No, because you said you were going to do that. Okay, I'll do it then. <laughs> so stop hanging me out to dry. Sorry. I've got what the word batal means. And oh, I'll, yes. Before we came on air, you went, I'll get the synopsis. <laughs> you find out what the word batal means. So I've got no I, memory of stupidly, that. Stupidly, I've listened to you. That didn't happen. <laughs> right, hold on. Let me let me bring it up. Because <laughs> I have a synopsis, but it's the synopsis for episode one, and that's not what we wanted. Okay. I was rated quite highly on IMDb. It's rated a 5.4. It is a Netflix original as well. Um, came out last May. So it's only, it's not even that old. 24th of May last year. Oh, it's a little baby. <laughs> a little baby TV show. It says, A remote village becomes the arena of a breathless battle when an undead East India Company officer and his battalion of zombie redcoats attack a, squ- attack a squad of modern-day soldiers. How can this be bad? Indian zombie war. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, four 45-minute episode episodes. And currently rated a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb. I'll take it. Take it. What does batal mean, Nick? Uh, so in Hindi, the word batal means hobgoblin. Hobgoblin? Yeah. Hmm. Is that what they call zombies in Indi then, maybe? Well, it's the same sort of... Direct translation? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a zombie, demon, kremlin type thing. Zombie. So. so we're watching an Indian zombie warfare show. Basically. And we will start with episode one of season six, which comes in two weeks' time. So exactly. we're not, there's no show next week. Correct. So next week... I'm away. This is the only show this week. And then you're going away, so there's no show next week. And then we'll start season six the following week. So there'll Full be a, throttle. So there'll be a wave on the Monday, and then 
the movie shows will continue to yeah. be on Thursdays. Yeah, back we into our normal routine. Yes. Indeed. Cool. Natal. Go out and watch the first episode. Let's talk about it in the Discord, everybody. Yeah, join us in Discord join us if in you Discord. are not already. And I'll put the link to the invite in the bottom of the show notes. We'll speak to you there. Right, without further ado, shall we get into season five? So we're 21 minutes into this episode already. That's fine. We can do 25 do films bit, to talk we about. We can do a bit of time on season five. I, I suspect we might not spend a lot of time on some of these. No, agreed. Or, or even mention some of them. <laughs> So we're going to work from the bottom to the top of the stream table as we finished it. We'll just give you a brief rundown of what each film's about, what we thought of it, and what IMDb thinks of it. That's what we normally do, yep. correct? So we start at number 25. The film that finished at the bottom of the stream this season is a film called Frat Star. Frat Star was Jordan Shenton's wildcard pick of this season, which gave him the award. Should we do that bit now? We might as well do that bit now, won't we? Yeah. So Jordan won the wildcard race this season. This season's race was to the bottom of the stream. And he did actually manage to finish bottom of the stream. A, a great <laughs> a choice and a great achievement. So we've decided, we, we, we've always said we're going to give a prize for a wildcard winner. Yes. But we've never done it. Because <laughs> we're pretty useless at that sort of thing. So we've decided that what we're going to do is the winner of the wildcard race every season will get to pick a film, any film, yeah. At any point in time. Any any service. You're not restricted to Netflix. No. You're anywhere. not reflect. As long as we can find it, to bottom, we will watch it. Bottom of the stream we'll, films. We will then watch it and we will do a full on bottom of the stream episode on it. Yes. So we'll do a breakdown of it, a review of it, and we'll talk about it for 40 minutes or so. Yeah. So Jordan's going to pick a film. He has already picked a film, but we don't want to say that now. We'll save um, it a, yeah, a we'll bit say, closer. So at to the some time. point during season six, we will release a bonus episode for Patreons only or for everybody. To be determined. Yeah, we're not decided yet. So it depends how good it is. <laughs> so at some point during season six, we will do a bonus episode on whatever film Jordan picks. Obviously, then there'll be a new wildcard race throughout season six. We're racing to the top this time. Yes, pick a good Back film, as people. It should be. So well, got... I mean... Don't pick a good film. Just pick a bottom of the stream film. Yeah, just... It's got to be something that we've never heard of. That's the only rule, isn't it? Yeah. As long as both of us have never heard of it and obviously never seen it. If you are blessed with a wildcard, you know who you are. Choose wisely. Yeah. If you want to use that power for good or for evil, that's up for you. By now, you should know what me and Nick like and don't like based on the previous five stream tables. So it should be pretty simple to get towards the top of the stream table, I reckon, now. If you want a wild card, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. You can get a wild card if you come in at the top level. And you can join the game. You can join in the fun. See if you can... Uh, Get yourself to the top of the stream table. So, Frat Star. Uh, it's the worst film. I think it's the worst film we've ever seen on the show. Move yes, on. Agreed. <laughs> it's it's about a kid trying to get into a frat and unsuccessfully never does get into the frat. It, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's, 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 it's offensive. It's, it's racist. It's racist. It's, it's homophobic. It's sexist. It's disgusting. It, it, I think it's the worst film we've ever seen on the show. And that's a big statement because we've seen some shit. Oh yeah, we have seen some terrible, terrible films. Many of them are in this, this table, <laughs> yeah. and this this is the worst. Is, my... I, I think that fairly easily it's the worst. It's it, it's probably not the most boring. No, but it's the it's the worst movie. Yeah, we said that at the time when we put it at twenty fifth. We were because it, it comes up to the Hunger Game, Hunger Games, and we said at the time it's it's the bottom and it's the bottom by quite a distance. However, IMDb does not think it's the worst film we've seen. Oh, okay. 
IMDb have Fratstar at 20th in their stream table. So as far as they're concerned, there's five worst films in the stream table. <laughs> People haven't watched it properly. One of those films is in our top 10. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll come to that when we get to it. Uh, 24th on this season's stream table was The Hungover Games. That was my wild card pick for this season. I, I um, Literally, there it is not... Is it even worth talking about? What can you say about The Hungover Games? It's, it's, a, it's a hangover parody mixed with a Hunger Games parody. Yeah. And it's a it's a film where the title came first. Yes. And they've just tried to build a hungover a hung hangover slash hunger games parody out of the title and unsuccessfully done that. Again, it's offensive. Not funny. It's not not awful even a, a little bit funny. Awful acting and performances and just it's so bad. It's really bad. You were just pipped at the post with that. I was. I I thought I'd got it in the bag and then Jordan pulled it out of the bag. Because I would have had to pick a film that we we did. That would have been interesting. Um, IMDb, however, thinks that that's worse than Frat Star. They put it at twenty first, so it's just just underneath Frat Star. So Frat Star, they have a three point six out of ten. The Hungover Games, they have a three point five out of ten. There's not much in it, but they think we've got it the wrong way around. We haven't. Twenty um, third <laughs> in the stream table, final stream table for season five is a film called Temple. Temple, I think, was season one. Uh, episode one of this season it was so it's where it all began and it did not start in a good way it's a shonky japanese demon children movie yeah in which nothing happens no it's <laughs> it's badly shot you can't tell what's going on a lot of the time uh, it's badly acted uh, it's not scary it doesn't make any sense no it's basically some people go into a woods to try and find a hidden temple yeah find a hidden temple it's pretty scary when they get there yes <laughs> it's awful it's again those three are right up there for the worst films we've seen. all three of those we've just mentioned yeah are, are all up there with the worst stuff we've seen yeah agreed imdb has it has it next to fret and the hungover games as well they have that in 19th so they've got the same three in the same togetherness but not at the bottom uh, Wounds was 22nd this, this season. That is currently rated at 4.10 out of... Uh, 4 out of... I can't speak. That is currently rated at 4 out of 10 on IMDb. Um, and stars very troubled actor Army Hammer. I, I barely remember it. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's the one where they summoned like demons, didn't yeah, they? Some, through their cuts and... Yeah, some kids summoned a demon. Which, it was nonsensical again. Yeah, it was. It Not was scary. Nonsense. Army Hammer's really bad in it, and yeah. his his character is horrid. Yeah, there's no redeeming feats. There's no arc, is there? No, it's just a vile person. You don't care what happens to any of the people in it. Yeah. You can't. There's no connection, uh, and it's it's again really really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. It's just like you say. I barely remember it. Or there was an eye in it quite a lot. <laughs> um, that guy from Orange Is the New Black was in it. It's just poor. It's just poor. Um, again, it's right. It's in with that clump on IMDb's table as well. They have it at 18. Okay. So just above Temple, same as we do. Um, 21st in our stream table this season was Room 205. That was a... Danish. Dan- I know it was, yeah, I was going to say Scandinavian because I couldn't remember which one it was. <laughs> that was a Danish film about a girl who went off to college, moves into a room, um and her mate's room is haunted it's not even her own yeah there's a ghost in the dorms basically (laughs) uh and it's it starts picking them off one by one i mean it's all to do with mirrors it's bad yeah it's boring yeah 
it looks... Time has done it no favours. No, it's not even that old, though. Uh, I think it was about two mid-2000s, yeah, I was. believe. 2006 rings a bell. It's... Yeah, it, it, it looked... It looked poor quality, didn't it? Yeah. It's There's a couple of half-decent death scenes, but there's no drama, there's no tension... Um, the ending's just silly. Yeah, yeah. Just don't watch Room Two Hundred Five. No, it's, bad. it's 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 not good. Again, Room Two Hundred Five on IMDb's table is just above Wounds. So okay. Temple Wounds Room Two Hundred Five we have in the same order they do, but they have it higher up. They have it at seventeenth. Uh, it's currently rated at four point four out of ten on IMDb. Twenty uh, twentieth in the stream table this season was Left Behind. That was our uh, Nicolas Cage film of this season. Yeah, that was Ross Cook's Wild Card. It was indeed. Um, currently rated 3.1 out of 10 on IMDb IMDb have it at 24th they think it's a lot worse than we do well uh, well, yeah but if it was me personally I'd have had it a couple lower I remember having this yeah, argument yeah we did have an argument about this in one. the episode I didn't I hate I didn't you were on board with the shitness of it I was I was it wasn't as bad whereas it just really annoyed me on the day I watched it <laughs> it wasn't as bad as all the other films in this at the bottom of that table I didn't think it was half decent it's about Personally, I'd have it a couple lower, but yeah. all these films are awful. Yeah, well, <laughs> so you're splitting hairs. A hundred percent. Yeah, these we, we're getting we're getting towards the better half of the table, but yeah, these films are all terrible. It's about a pilot who gets caught up in basically the rapture, even though they never mentioned the word rapture. This is a remake of a Christian. Yeah. Well, there's a whole trilogy, isn't there? Yeah, there is, this yeah. sort of um, Christian movies, and we are we have committed to watch the original. Yeah, we need to get that sorted. Yes. We'll do that. We'll discuss that once we've finished it. We will. We will do a watch along. But yeah, it's Nicolas Cage not even being that crazy. No, it's normal Cage. <laughs> Which <laughs> doesn't happen very normal Normalist Cage. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so yeah, just avoid it. IMDb reckon it's the second worst film we've watched this season. Um, in 19th this season was a film called After. This was Samuel Holland's wild card. Um, he's our, another one of our Patreons. And he picked After, which is a rom com no no it's not romantic, there's no com to it there's no rom to it <laughs> it's a romantic thriller then what how would you describe i don't even know what to describe it's it like as. a teen ro- not i don't want to use the word romance because everyone is again everyone in it is horrible gaslighty and just nasty randomly it's an adaptation of a harry styles fan fiction that's right <laughs> which is then spawned like more there's like there's a few of them isn't there there's there even is. more coming there's like six and it's, it stars like um Ralph finds his nephew, doesn't he? He's <laughs> yeah. got a really long name, and it's the guy. He's a. I mean, when we come to give an award for worst performance, the next time the Botskers roll down, yeah. this guy's going to be right up there. Because the only thing that got this a bit further up the table for me was that I found it that guy was hilarious in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty bad. He's like playing a moody British yeah. guy who's joined this American high school, and he wears a Ramones T-shirt. So that's how you know he's like into dark shit and. <laughs> Yeah, I can't barely remember this one either. There's there's not much in my and memory. And he's horrible of it. to that girl who yeah, falls in love with him. This came really. Sam went really early with his wife. Yeah, I think it was the season. first one. I think he. Yeah, he was. I think it was like episode two or three. IMDb have that at five point three out of ten, which puts it up into fifteenth on their stream table. So we're not far away. There we have a nineteenth there, but at fifteenth. It's just so. It's horrible. It's just a, again a horrible <laughs> movie, isn't it? Yeah. Hero finds Tiffin. That, that was, was his name. I knew it was something. Because trying to think of it, it was a ridiculous <laughs> name. 18th was your wild card pick for this season. You actually lost the wild card race. This is the highest wild card in the table. There you go. Um, it's a film called Alien Warfare. But why did I lose it? I lost it because not because this is a good movie. No, this it's is a terrible a, movie. It's a terrible movie. 
but it's entertaining. I, I did not take into account enough that you get a kick out of this sort of shit. Yeah. Where the the <laughs> the, the, where the walls, sets are about to fall. The walls over. are wobbling. Yeah. I love it. The acting is so wooden. <laughs> it's almost out the other side. Yeah. That was the problem with it. It's it is a terrible, terrible movie. But it's a good terrible terrible you can have fun watching it as opposed to like we talked about frat star which is just uh, honestly i would not even say go and watch it to see how bad it is because it's just poisonous but i would say go and watch alien warfare to see how bad it is (laughs) because if you're into those sort of films it's like an asylum film isn't it it is like what they call like mega shark versus giant that sort of style like alien versus hunter and the, that sort of thing. there's no warfare in it there's barely any aliens <laughs> there's, that, there's, there's, four, a, there's four aliens and, and, four it's a, and it's a squad of um special forces guys taking them out yeah they're, they're not actors they're just people who have decided to make a film one day and got yeah. a camera um imdb have this as the worst film we've seen this season really it's rated at 2.6 so if it was imdb's choice you would have won the world card well race. that that's interesting isn't it because i can see Ooh. how objectively it would get that rating yeah because of all those things we've just mentioned, yeah, they're all terrible. But but you come away from it going, you do because I did as well. You come away from it, and I'm like, I knew you'd like it as soon as I. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I don't. We, when you're picking these wild cards, no, you don't, don't know. know what you're getting, no. other than you know a thumbnail and you look at the synopsis. And as soon as halfway through it, I knew you'd like it, <laughs> and I did. And if anything, it's a little bit low on this table. But you, the, there's. We get in after this. We get to the good section but, or the mediocre section. Yeah, I can, and it I, doesn't go any higher. I can see why it would be the lowest rated on IMDb out of all this mo- these movies. But it's not a horrible, poisonous movie. It doesn't make you feel you come away from it going, "Oh God, I actually, you know, I've yeah. wasted my time." Or it makes me feel a bit mucky having watched. <laughs> you know, it is. It's there's an entertainment in watching bad films. Sure. And, that's where it comes from. And, and that's where that one sits. I, I think it's a perfectly fair position for it. Yeah, agreed. I was trying to think what is the worst, the lowest IMDb rated film we've seen. Right. I think it might be that, but Could I can't. Be. I thought it was Deadly Detention, but it isn't. What about Aerials? Oh, it could be Aerials. But again, Aerials is another one. A student film. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, Aerials is 1.5 out of 10. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but that's it's, only had, second. it's only had 345 yeah. reviews because nobody's no watched Aerials. Yeah. Quite rightly, it's a terrible film. <laughs> but yeah, so Alien Warfare, 18th in our table, 25th in the IMDb one. And then there's a there's a gap. It's a chasm. There's a chasm here because... There's an absolute Grand Canyon between number 18 and 17 in our table. But you can tell by the IMDb ratings because... Alaska is a drag. It's at 17th in our stream table. So Alien Warfare is rated at 2.6. Alaska is a drag. is rated at 6.4. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit high. <laughs> according, <laughs> to, according to IMDb, we have it well low. We have it at 17th. They have it at 3. No. They reckon it's the third best film we've no seen chance. this season. Not a chance. A lot of that is getting by on because of its yeah. content. And remember, we did not like... we. It's not that we didn't like Alaska as a drag. Yeah. We did quite like it. Yeah. What we saw in it, though was a lot of unrealized potential. Yeah, it could have been a lot better than it was. There was this is the movie that is about a uh, a a young man who is starting off on his career as a drag queen. He lives in in Alaska, <laughs> uh, a very remote part of the country at that. Um and his struggle to sort of come to terms with himself and his place in in this sort of dead end town. But at no point in this movie this, this 
there's sort of several missed opportunities for him to stand up for himself, isn't there? Yeah. And, and it doesn't, we both thought it didn't go far enough with its message, yeah, if great. anything. Yeah, it's, the, the, this whole next 10 or so films are all quite mediocre. They could all interchange with each other. But this was just the worst one of those. It just didn't it, go anywhere. It's also extremely low budget. Yeah, yeah. And and I think I think with a bit more money, they'd have made a much better film. It's it's, and it, it's to be credited because it is a great effort for on the yeah, an absolute shoestring for for a film of that lower budget to get a six point four rating on IMDb. Yeah, is huge, but it's too big. Yeah. There's no way it's a six point four film. No. Not a chance. Happy anniversary is at 16th in the stream table. We have it at 16th. IMDb have it at 9. They have it in their top 10. It's currently rated at 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, Parts of happy anniversary I really enjoyed. Yeah, there's bits of it that are great. It's Ben Schwartz. Uh, Yeah, Rahul Kohli. Yeah. I forgot he was in it. Yeah, Yeah, he he played the best friend. It's just about a couple that are falling out of love. Or are they? Or are they? (laughs) Yeah. Is this the twist at the end? But it's all right. It's... It's uneven. Yeah, it's a mess. I think there is a lot of imp- there's quite a bit of improvisation in there as well. Yeah, well, it's bench um, isn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> what he does. That's who he is. I, I, I enjoy. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think it's a fair placement. Yeah, I don't think it's any better than that. I really don't. Fifteenth um, is a film called TikTok. Um, this film is bonkers. Yes, this film is mad. <laughs> this is one of those mad films you've been talking about, isn't it? Yeah. So IMDb have it at eleventh. We have it at fifteenth. 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, so we were pretty similar on it. it. Also a movie that a lot of time makes absolutely zero f- sense, but kind of has a bit of charm about it yeah. that gets it by. Yeah, absolutely. Seems like ages ago. It does seem like, like a TikTok time. seems like a long time ago. Uh, this was a... Was it Chinese? Yes. Uh, a Chinese movie about a, a hostage situation at a soccer game. Yeah. But only for about the first 20 minutes, yeah, and then it the... turns into something totally different. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I don't even know how you would describe TikTok. It's 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 the Dark Knight without Batman and the Joker, isn't it? Yes, one hundred percent. That's a perfect way to describe. <laughs> it's it. a cheap knockoff of the Dark Knight, but no one's wearing a superhero yeah. costume. There's no Batman in it. Yeah, Batman. Batman. <laughs> there's no <laughs> Batman in it. Um, it's completely nonsensical as to why it's called TikTok. Well, there's because there's bombs. Yeah, but it's not even spelt right. <laughs> it's spelt like the app, not the not the clock. Well, that's just a, trying to get a few people clicking on the wrong thing, I reckon. <laughs> IMDb have it eleven forty said that. So fourteenth is a film called John Henry. John Henry is rated at three point five out of ten on IMDb, and IMDb have it at twenty second. I can't believe that. I don't think this is the fourth worst film we've seen this season. Not, not a, a chance. chance. John Henry is bang average. Don't yeah, get me wrong. But it's dead. Dead deserves in 14th is pretty much the middle of the stream table. I can only think that not enough people have watched it or something. But there is, according to the IMDb ratings, there is not a chance there's only three worst films in this stream table <laughs> worse than John Henry. No, there's not. Not even not close. a chance. John, it's Terry Crews, isn't it? Playing like a double-eyed bastard gangster <laughs> yeah. going after his own cousin. Yeah, who's played by Ludacris. Who's played by Ludacris. Ludacrously is played by Ludacris. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a beat him up it's got a banging soundtrack yeah it has, well. it has. it's not a bad film it's it's, it's just it's in just the middle. in the middle it is we're in the middle of this table now and it is just middling but it's not it's not the fourth worst film we've seen this season that's that's crazy. people are very very harsh on that. i i am cruises in it i am dvd imdb would have you believe that the hungover games and frat star are better films than john yeah, henry that's a crime What's wrong with these people? <laughs> who, who are these people who are... 
to be fair, these ratings in the hungover games is level is they're both at three point five, but no Even way, so. no way, not having it. Thirteenth uh, is a film called Paradise Hills, um, currently rated at five point four out of ten on IMDb. I wanted more from this movie. Same, it could have been better, couldn't it? Is it Emma Roberts? Yeah, um, looked looked great. Yeah, Aquafina's in it as well. Isn't she? Yes. Yeah, uh, and. The lady I can picture out of all the Resident Evil movies, Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. It looks beautiful. The yep. setting is stunning. Costume design, makeup, brilliant. And it's about these rich girls who are sort of detained on this island prison to learn manners. Yep. And to Etiquette be subservient and... to their yeah. husbands and how yeah. they sort of break away from that. I, I like the premise. Yep. I liked how it looked. And then... That lady turned into a plant monster serial killer at the end. <laughs> that did happen. And it kind of ruined the whole she thing. T- yeah, she turned into like a killer rosebush. <laughs> and it all just went out the window. Everything they'd built up just went, well, what the fuck was that all about? Yeah. It took you completely out of the moment. And this is we say, we say this quite a lot, don't we, with our movies? We, we see unnecessary twists. Yeah. That are just put there to go, because the filmmakers go, will go, ah, but you didn't see that coming, <laughs> did you? And we go, no, we didn't see that this woman became a thorn bush rose monster killer lady. Because why the hell would you? Yeah. Because it's not referenced at all through. <laughs> what was weird was that they were training these women up in etiquette and manners, but then just switching them out with other people anyway. Sure. So what was the fucking whole point of the whole thing? Because they were feeding the thorn rose monster killer lady. So why not just feed her? Why not just. I don't know. I don't know. Or why not have a. Why just forget about having a rose bush killer being monster and she'd just be an horrible woman horrible who woman kills who's, people yeah and uh, then he's Arguably switching them out more with scary much more scary <laughs> because that whole rosebush thing took me completely out of it yeah i was not interested after that imdb incidentally think we have this right they have that at 13th as oh, well okay um yeah we're both at 13th on that one uh, number 12 is a film called bullet head bullet head is also rated at 5.4 out of 10 on imdb there's actually Two, yeah, they're both rated at the same, so they're both tied on IMDb's stream table. But Paradise Hills goes in thirteenth, Bullethead goes in fourteenth. Bullethead, alien, but with a dog. Yeah, that's all it is. It's three men trapped in a warehouse with a killer dog. Yeah, for the whole film. Unbelievably, this movie stars Oscar winner Adrian Brody. Yeah. Oscar nominee John Malkovich. Yeah. Keir, is it Rory, Kieran Culkin? Rory Culkin or Kieran? Kieran, Culkin? I think. One of the Culkins. Yeah. And Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yeah. They're the only, pretty much the only four people in it. Yeah. And there's a killer dog in there going after him. This is one of those where, which again, we come across a movie like this every now and again and we'll go, what are these people doing <laughs> in this sort of thing? Yeah, like when Michael Douglas turned up in Animal World. Yeah. It's like, why are you here? I mean, they, they might all tie the... And they're all f- really fucking phoning it in as well. Yeah, completely. John Malkovich especially. <laughs> yeah. He barely stands up. He's pretty much sitting down in every scene. <laughs> I think they'll tie for the uh, what's that award we do where drowning in the stream. drowning in the stream. Like, why the fuck are you in this film? All four of them. Look, but it's all right. It's got some good tension to it. Yeah, it's unnecessary. It's it's its goal is to try and say be nice to animals. Yeah, but it kind of fails in that because there's so many scenes 
of violent animal torture in it. <laughs> yeah. This dog is not treated well. I presume he was during the filming, but that, in the actual that, film. That scene when he, they put him in a bath and electrocute him. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, I don't need to see it. it really, again, it's, it's just, horrible to watch. I'm not approved, but, but it's just oh, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I only be having 14. So we're all middling around the middle of the table. We're all good. I think from here is where we get to the good section. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, there's another little gap here. Yeah, there's a gap here between Bullethead and... The traditional top 11. Top 11. (laughs) Um, And in 11th is Urge, which is a currently rated 4.5 out of 10 on IMDb. IMDb have it at 16th in their stream table. We have it at 11th. Talking to people swimming at the bottom of the... Drowning in the stream. Not swimming at the bottom of it. (laughs) Drowning in the stream. This film's got Piers Brosnan in it. Sure. Yeah, but he's in three scenes. Yeah. He probably did two days' work. Yeah. And he's still the best thing in (laughs) that monologue he does at the end on the boat. It's nonsense, but it's good. Oh, yeah. It's, it's brilliantly <laughs> delivered. It is absolute nonsense. The whole film's nonsense. The, the, the film, this film is good because it's just silly. Yeah. And it just, it's like, what on earth is going on? And this is another one that puts a twist on the end <laughs> that you just don't see coming. But this one kind of makes you go, instead, instead of just being ridiculous, as the Paradise Hill ones, the urge twist makes you go, oh, fair fuck for you to try and, <laughs> try and fit that one on. Yeah. Because Basically, Urge is about a... A party gone wrong. A party gone wrong, a drug, a designer drug that's potentially turning people into zombies. Which you don't find out until the end credits scene. After the end credits scene, yeah. And Piers Brosnan in this monologue, massive spoiler alert, basically says he's the devil and yeah. he's come to cleanse the earth. Yeah. But with a party drug. Yeah. That's ba- that all it does is send people... It makes people really sexual... And really murderous. Yeah. And really suicidal. And, and, he ba- he, and he wants to cleanse the earth with that. Yeah, or he's God and the guy's Jesus, who he's the lead in the film. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's... And then there's a t- there's a, like a random twist after the end credits where the world is being taken over by zombies. Yeah. And who's in it? Alison Lohman. Alison Lohman's in it. That's bizarre. <laughs> Very bizarre. But entertainingly bizarre. Yeah. I think it is. You stuck, I think we said, you stick it on late night. Yeah. If you've you, had a you're drink. watching it to the end. Yeah, you're never turning. You're, going, you're not turning the job. Fuck fuck is this? If you've had a drink while you're watching Urge, you you can have a good time with it. Yeah, IMDb have it at 16. It's 4.5 out of 10. Then we get into the top 10. This is the one that's going to cause ructions. This has already caused ructions. We. <laughs> I'm just getting in my corner for the for, for fight. <laughs> we either. Saw something in this film that nobody else in the world ever. I had did. a great time. Come out, me. <laughs> or. We, are, we lost our minds whilst recording ah. this episode. So in at number 10 is a film called SPF 18, which is currently rated at 3.2 on IMDb, and the IMDb have it at 23rd in their stream table, just below John Henry. The only two films worse than this this season, Nick, not 15. According to IMDb. According to IMDb. So SPF 18 is a... This is a rom-com, I guess? Yes. And stars Noah Centineo. This is art. Yes. This is officially art, this movie. Agreed. It's done by an artist. I'm with you on this. Me and you are the only two people in the world who think this. It's made by an artist. It's made by an artist who riffs on Hollywood culture. Yeah. And it, the whole film is a riff on Hollywood culture. And for me and for you, it really worked. But for nobody else in the world did it ever work. <laughs> Ross Cook wanted to murder us when we put this at 10th in the stream table. It's basically about a kid who gets to look after Keanu Reeves' beach house while Keanu Reeves is on holiday. It's making me smile even <laughs> you just saying that. Keanu Reeves' beach house um, is in this movie. And he moves his mates in and they all fall in love with each other. But not in the way that they should have. Because no. they all fall in love with the wrong people. And then Pamela Anderson shows up for a bit. 
<laughs> and Goldie Hawn narrates the whole thing. Yeah, for no why not? reason. She never says why. She's never in it. She doesn't even explain who she is. She just narrates it. It's, I think it's great. I had a lot of... I, I'm not ashamed to say that a Noah Centineo film is great. It, it's great. I, I, I oh, spent the first half film. an hour convinced it was a parody. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then... <laughs> then I thought it went off a cliff a bit and then it pulled it back and I had a great time and it's one of the biggest surprises of this season for me it's one of the biggest surprises ever for me Both we've done three Noah Centino films now and he has been right at the bottom of the stream table in both of us and then this one gets I, I, into the top ten I genuinely laughed out loud several times watching this movie yeah same just not even at its ridiculousness just because it's entertaining the, the bloody there's a 2D animated dream sequence in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> why not? When he just decides, oh, I'm going to have a lucid dream. And he yeah, just does. He just does it. It's art. It's, it's deliberately shit. Yeah. It, it, that's what that's what we decided at the end, wasn't it? That yeah. they, somebody went out with the thought, I'm going to make a shit film. And made a shit film. And that takes it the full circle and it becomes good. I had a great time and Keanu Reeves pops up at the end. He does. And it, it's, it's possible that everybody... Who broke my film, disco ball. <laughs> yeah, that's his line. <laughs> it's possible that everybody in the film knows that they're in a film as well. It's entirely possible. Bizarre. Um, IMDb have it at 23rd. <laughs> we have it at 10th. Huh. Um, number nine is a film called Time Trap. Time Trap is rated at 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. And IMDb have it at fourth in their stream table. They have it a lot higher than us. Time Trap is a film about a group of kids who get stuck in a time warp. They do. For they get very, to rescue their time. professor, don't they? Yeah, he gets stuck in a time trap. And then they get stuck in the same time trap, and it's potentially this film goes on for millions of years. It, well, it does. It does go on for millions of years. All in a space of, what, 80 minutes? Yeah, it was really short as well, wasn't it? <laughs> but it's good. I feel like I don't... This is one where, obviously, we've already done a full massive episode on it, but <laughs> it's the less you know about this one... Yeah, just go in and watch it. The more <laughs> crazy it will seem. <laughs> just go in blind, uh, watch Time Trap, and then listen to our episode on it. It's got spacemen, mm. cavemen... Spaceman and cavemen in Aliens, one film. cowboys. Frontiersmen. Yeah. All sorts. Then a fountain of youth <laughs> is in there. I I had a lot of fun with Time Trap. I, in fact, I think it's possibly a little bit low. I do, oh, no, I think it's exactly where it needs to be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be having a fourth. We have it at ninth. Then we come to number eight. Number eight is last week's film, Nobody Knows I'm Here. Currently rated at 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. IMDb have it at second in the stream table. Okay. They think it's the second best film we've seen this season. No. It's not. No, 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 no. It's good. It's really good. It's entertaining. It's fun. I think I was probably a little bit higher on it than you were. Yeah, I know. I think it was a good film. Yeah, I know you do. But I think I... And I enjoyed watching it. I I think where we differed was that I I wasn't as impressed with Jorge Garcia as you were. Yeah, agreed. It's good. My socks remained on. They were not blown off. (laughs) That's fair enough. But I liked... it, It knew the story it wanted to tell... It wasn't twisty turny. It just told the redemption story and it did it well. Yeah, it did. And it's another film that looks beautiful. Yeah. It makes the most of its setting. Um, We've had quite a few good looking films atmosphere. this season, haven't we? Yeah. You think of things, even things like Urge look beautiful. Well shot, yeah. Time Traps, beautiful film. There's quite a few. Alaska is a Drag was really beautiful. Yeah. In a dull kind of <laughs> look how shit Alaska is kind <laughs> of way, but made it look beautiful. Paradise Hills looks great. SPF 18 is full of beautiful people. Yeah, IMDb have sat a second in the stream table. Um, 
Then we come to number seven. Seven was Triple Threat. Oh, what a fun time this was. <laughs> Remind me what Triple Threat was. Triple Threat was the martial arts movie. Oh, of course. Where... I do know, really. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Where it was really star-studded as well. So you had Iko Uwais, yeah. Tony Yar, um, Scott Adkins, and Michael, Michael Bisping. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it was... Yeah, it was the locals fighting the um, special forces. Yeah, it's just it's just non-stop balls-out action from start to finish. A woman gets exploded by a rocket launcher. From point-blank range. <laughs> when Scott Adkins' elbow drops that car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. Oh, it's, it's so much fun. It's, it's, a, it's a fun ride, Triple yeah. Threat. The, it, it starts and it never stops. It's, it's high tempo from start to finish. Yeah. It's a fun time. You'll have a lot of time. A lot of fun if you watch Triple Threat. Yeah. An absolute box office bomb, <laughs> which we covered in the Yeah, episode. we did. Yeah, it didn't make any money whatsoever. Which, yeah. again, I just can't get over considering, you know, like I say, the the sort of martial arts royalty that star in the movie. Yeah. You'll have a good time. Have a good time. Go and check it out. So IMDb have that at 10. Okay. So we're a little bit high on that, apparently. Um, number six is a film called In the Shadow of the Moon. Um, currently rated at 6.2 on, out of 10 on IMDb and it, another film that IMDb, IMDb think that we got right. They have that at 6 as well. Um, In the Shadow of the Moon is a film that I have seen twice. You have indeed. <laughs> um, this came out of the randomizer and it wasn't until we'd started watching the film that I thought, I've seen this. Well, you still weren't sure halfway, halfway through. Halfway through, it. no, I wasn't. But I had. <laughs> I 100% had. And we've got proof that I had because it was. Well, I even talked about it in an very early episode of Bottom of the Stream. But it's a great film. It's got Michael C. Hall in it. Um, some other people are in it. <laughs> Boyd Holbrook. Boyd Holbrook. main guy in it. Your memory's so much better than mine. <laughs> I don't know where I pulled that one. <laughs> I, it's, it's another time travel film. I mean, I know you love a time travel. You love a time loop. Again, you're, you're a bit higher on it. I, I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it got less good as it went because each time period it flips to I was less interested yeah it, it ch- does it change every nine years or something yeah. isn't it yeah I thought the first half hour of this it was going to be the best film yeah of the season did it I think we put it at the top at the time I think yes I we think did, it was it was, it was reasonably early on I think most of these next six films have all been at the top of the stream at it, it just didn't quite sustain it no it didn't it doesn't live up to what it wants to be at the beginning yeah but it's still it's a really good little time travel film yeah, it's good. It's a it good is, movie. Good is. performances. Uh, Boyd Holbrook again is when he's the younger guy in the seventies. Yeah, it was it was top notch. This was the movie where we it again was quite off putting because Michael C. Hall plays Captain Holt. <laughs> That's the one. Yes, he does. <laughs> Which will always make me laugh. Do you want to talk about the top five? Let's talk about the top five. In at number five on this season's stream table is a film called All My Friends Are Dead. This was another just balls-to-the-wall fun movie. Is it Polish? Yes. Yes. It's the Polish house party. Yeah. 5.8 on IMDb currently. All set in the, um, on one, one night. One night at a party. And quite literally, all the friends are dead. <laughs> Everybody dies. To the point where there are even all ghosts at the end. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's fun. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous fun. Absolutely ridiculous. But if you just go with it, you'll have a fun time. Yeah, 100%. It's it's like 
I don't. I don't even know what to say. It, I was going to say it's like Scream, but on acid. It's just. It is. It's. It's. It is like that. It's like a cross between Scream, scary movie, those sort of films, but so mental. The way some of the ways people die, and the way that they get to those situations where they're going to die. This is also a film that I thought was really well paced. Yeah. Because it. It builds, and you know you 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 get the foreboding that yeah. this is going to kick off because you it's got to so you get the scene at the start, don't you, where the cops are walking yeah. around and everyone is dead. Yeah, it's not a There's spoiler. A house full it's of the name people. of the film. Yeah. There's people splattered all over this huge house, and then it's just you've got this innocuous party, and you're like, well, what's gonna? What's, how is this gonna <laughs> kick off? What is it? And it. It's really well paced. It, it does, builds really well. It and then when and it kicks off, I could not keep up making notes. No, dude, my notes were out the window. When it goes, it proper goes. Yeah. It really it's goes. A, it's a, an absolute rush. It's it's great. It's what it is. It's great. There's there's probably five... So much fun. The rest of this stream table now are all great films. Some of them are even better than great. But we start here with the great section. Because All My Friends Are Dead is great. It's good fun. Uh, I'm currently rated on IMDb at 5.8. IMDb have it at 8th in their stream table. Okay. So about right. Still top 10. Number four is a film called Disappearance at Clifton Hill. Currently rated at 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. They have it at 12th on their stream table. Why did you like this movie? <laughs> what do you... What, uh, um, you go first. I think it's because it's a, a nice little mystery thriller, isn't it? It's, sure. It's a good little... What is, it's about a disappearance at Clifton Hill. <laughs> it's not. It's at Niagara Falls. It's, it's, it? set, it's all set around Niagara Falls. Somebody goes missing as a child, and another child sees that happen. She then grows up and is haunted by this yeah. fact that she's seen this kid get kidnapped. So she goes back. And she to goes back to try and truth. Yeah, to try and get to the bottom of it. Uh, there's a strange cameo in this as well. Well, it's not even a cameo. It's a guy playing a character whose name's gone out of my head. <laughs> Is it David Lynch? Yes, it is David Lynch. Plays a podcaster, doesn't yes, he? Yes, he does. Um, is it David Lynch? Or is it David Cronenberg? Uh, uh, Cronenberg. It is Cronenberg. Yeah, he plays a podcaster who's also trying to get to the bottom of this mystery. And it's just good. It's a really good little thriller. It was at the top, it went to the top of the stream. This is going to sound like an insult. Stayed there for ages. It's, it's like... This yeah, I, I kind of I don't know why I mean this is a compliment, but this is a really good TV movie. In that yeah. it's not flashy. Yeah, it's not. It's not reliant on tricks. Yeah, it's just solid. It's solid performances, atmospheric, good story, tense, and it is. It gets by on the strength of its mystery. Yeah, it's a really good story, which it? we just don't get very much of. <laughs> no, it's true, we don't. It's not gimmicky, is it? No, and. It stayed with me for a few days after, I've got to say. Same, well. Yeah, I think it's a and really good film. It's got an ambiguous ending. You can make up your own... What does that last scene mean? Yeah. Who are those people? Uh, and, it, you know, you can choose whether to believe basically the last 90 minutes that you've watched. Yeah. And again, I like to, that. Yeah, I really liked that. It's up to you. In my mind, I know what happened. Yeah, but, but that it could be completely to different to what I think and what everybody else thinks. It's, it's, that's really well done. The ending is really well done. It went to the top of the stream table and stayed there for quite a long time. It did. It was um, there for a There was a point where we thought this weeks. is just going to win this. But then three films got above it in the end. Um, third on the stream table, we're getting into the top three, is a film called Deirdre and... Every fucking time. <laughs> it's a film called Deirdre and Lainey Robber Train. 
Currently rated at 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. IMDb have it at 7th in their stream table. Deirdre and Lainey Robert Train. I really like this movie. Yeah, I know you did. You were really high on this. Yeah. Much higher than I was on it. Um, I, again, I just honestly still think it's great. Yeah, sure, just, sure, sure. You just went much bigger on it than I did. I, I just, again, thought it was really well paced. It was a, a really fun, but also quite a touching story. Yeah. Um. So it's about a, a pair of sisters who live basically at the end of a, well, just outside a rail yard. Yeah. Uh, and they're struggling for money. Their mum's gone to prison and they concoct a plan that they can basically hop on these trains, rub the rub the carts and hop off before people well, realise. Before anybody really notices. And it is, it's kind of a, a comedy, but then, you know, that, that scene where the mum sort of reveals yeah. what she's been through and how they got in that position is a bit of a gut punch. Completely. It's, it's... Um, one of the best scenes in this whole season of movies, actually, I would say. When the mother, mother reveals why, why she How did what she's she did. in that situation yeah, and why agreed. she did what she did. Really good performances. Uh, and now I'm going to forget the guy's name. When he pops up as the villain. Oh, what's his name? I can pitch Tim. Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, that's him. He's a, he's a really good antagonist as well. Yeah. When he's chasing the girls. Uh, just, just really enjoyed it. It's a I, really heartwarming story. Yeah. And it, it really works. And it, Quite right, it did. It knocked disappearance of Clifton Hill off of the stream tape, off the top. Stayed there again for a good few weeks, and there was a point where I was like, "There's no way this isn't going to win." And then two films come along and beat yeah. it. But it it really felt like Deirdre and Lainey Robert Train was going to win this season's stream tape sure. for a very long time. Yeah, um, but it didn't because then the second film in our stream table comes along. Um, currently at number well, currently at number two, fine finishing in number two is a film called The Invisible Guest. The Invisible Guest is rated at 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. That's so high. So high. It wins IMDb stream table um, by a good way. The second film got 6.5. Is that so too it high? It's very high, isn't it? As an IMDb It is very rating. high. I think it's right up there with the highest we've ever seen. It might even be the highest we've ever seen. I haven't checked into that. Okay. Probably should have. I know what, the, what I think is the highest, so I could check now. It, it would be right up there. It's definitely right up there. We've only done two potentially three films in the eights i I thought the dawn war was the best the highest rated imdb film we've done right that's also rated at 8.1 Oh, okay so there you go if there's anything there that's i don't think there's anything higher than 8.1 we've done on the whole show so yeah it's potentially the highest rated film we've done because the dawn war is a documentary as well um it's great it's spanish it's a crime crime thriller spanish crime thriller about a guy who's been accused of a crime and you you spend the whole time a whole you spend the whole film trying to figure out if he's done it or not. Yeah, because he's being and coached by a a sort of prosec- witness witness, witness pre- pre- preparation. preparation expert. I think she's described as. He tells his version of events. Yeah, she then questions some of these, and, and <laughs> then, then she tells her version of what she thinks happened yeah. and what she thinks we should say in court happened. It twists. It turns. It's all over. The, the twists are amazing, and it's all over. Very good performances again. Yeah. I just felt, for me, it lacked, and maybe this is me not being fair, because it was great. Yeah. But it didn't catch me by surprise, and I always I tend to rank things yeah. higher when I'm like, I was not expecting that yeah. movie to be that or or be that good or have that impact on me. I thought this was going to be good before I start pu- before I push play. Yeah. And it was really good. <laughs> it is really good. I think it's a film with so many twists that you were almost expecting that final twist to come. And then when it does come, you're not as shocked by it as you 
potentially should have been. Yeah. But that final twist is excellent. It's, 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 it's excellent. really good. Everything about The Invisible Guest is excellent. It's, it is right up there with one of the best films we've ever seen. Yeah. It, it just is. Um, I don't want to give many spoilers away because if you've not seen it, go out and watch it and then listen to our episode on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, IMDb have it way high. I, I think 8.1 is possibly a little bit too high it for is, it. Yeah. Um, but it wins their stream table by over a point. Over a point and a half. Um, which brings us to number one. The top of the stream for season five is a film called Villains. Yeah. Villains stars Bill Skarsgård and Michael, Michael Monroe. Monroe. Uh, currently rated at 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. IMDb have it at fifth. They they think Time Trap, Alaska is a drag. Nobody knows I'm here and The Invisible Guest is better than Villains. For my money, and it's our show. <laughs> it is. That's why we put it at the top. Yeah. This it's just the most fun I've had this season watching a movie. It it is at the top for a reason, and it deserves to be there. And it's it's quite a bit better than the Invisible Guest for me. It's it deserves to be at its number one spot. It may lack the panache, the technicality of some of these other movies that yeah. we've rated highly, but it's got great performances. It's got a couple of fucking creepy villains in it, <laughs> massively. The chemistry between. Munro and Skarsgård is great. Yep. I was really caught off guard by how much I was touched <laughs> by the death scene at the end. Yeah, there's a there's a quite touching death scene at the I, end. I think they both it's, played it really well. Yeah. It's 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 creepy, it's funny, and it'll make you jump a couple of times. It's a great film. And it's, it's fun. It's, it's so much fun. It it deserves I to loved be in it. that top spot. I for, well. for me, it's it's it would be high in a sort of ultimate stream table which we've forgotten to do well i've forgotten to do. i don't know if you did it or not <laughs> i haven't we'll, we, we <laughs> we'll might do that do, at some point we might do that in the first wave yeah we could do that i'd completely forgot well until i was writing the stream table. me too and we've gone we're already going long so we'll... well long <laughs> well, well we are yeah but there's only gonna be one episode this week so i can i can edit in two scenes if i need to yeah villains 100 percent is the best film we've seen this season yeah. I'm, I'm convinced by that i'm happy to stand by that I would die on that hill. Yeah. It's a great film. Bill Skarsgård's brilliant in it. Yeah, and uh, Michael Monroe. Like, yeah, I'm taking nothing away from it. Yeah. And the two villains are as well. Yeah, because it's Kira Sedgwick is so creepy. <laughs> when she does that strip tease. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so unnerving. We need to shout out the guy now. I don't know what he's called. Oh, um, and her husband yeah. is played by the guy out of Burn Notice. But I can't remember his name, so I will have to check. Jeffrey Donovan. That's him. Plays Jason's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Villains is 100% worth your time. It's, uh, it's only an hour and a half again. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of fun watching Villains. Check it out, honestly. You will not regret it. Brilliant. Brilliant. So overall, what do you think of that stream table? Because we spent a lot of time this season moaning about the amount of shit films we were being handed to us. But I don't think that's that bad a stream table, to be honest. There is some shit in there. I think it's the most uneven of our five yeah in, it, in terms of quality of movies uh, in our five seasons this is the most uneven there's two big big chasms in there it's got several of the worst films we've ever seen yeah i think three out of the five if i had to pick five of the worst films i've ever seen i think there's potentially three of them in this season yeah but there's also definitely possibly two of the top ones i think you're right in what you say we've never had a season with such a chasm between two numbers between 18 and 17 yeah yeah, massively. You brought it on yourself. So. I did. <laughs> Hands up. We brought it on ourselves. Um, the Race to the Bottom obviously dished us five bad films. That's we were expecting that. So, And the randomizer seemed to want to get involved in it. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. because 
we had obviously absolutely no input into the fact that the randomizer picked temple wounds room 205 no exactly <laughs> so we picked out of the bottom eight we picked five of them but the the randomizer picked three of them yeah so but five out of the bottom eight for the wild cards everybody did really well in the wild card race this season that's i wonder if anybody can pick the top of the stream film next season that's never been done no so that'd be interesting to see if anybody can pick the best film of a season that's your mission everybody let's go so yeah come along and join the patreon and get involved in this wild card game um are there any hopes and dreams for next season i was gonna ask you this what, <laughs> what do you want i think i don't think i've ever only a couple of times have i really been blown away by like an individual performance we've had good ones yeah but not as in acting performance yeah okay i, I think a couple that there's a couple that spring to mind um gugu and batha raw in yeah. fast color i i think i, th- I th- but I don't think we've had many. Katie Segal in Hush. Yes. Amazing. I'm trying to think of more. Or, or a couple playing off each other. Yeah. Really. I think we've never had anything like that. And I don't know if that's something we'd get. Probably not. But you never know, do you? It's there's, There are films in that in our long list that are going to have those in. I'd, I'd like to be blown away by a director. Okay. I, I, think, I don't think we've ever had that. Where I'm like, that's one of the best directed films we've ever seen. And I'd, I'd like to get my teeth into something That's like that. I don't think we've ever had that. I mean, Hush is really well directed, but I don't want to keep raving on about Mike Flanagan, but that's the, that's the one that jumps out of me. Yeah. As the best directed film we've seen. I think we're overdue a, a, a properly good comedy. Like, yeah, I know vi- Villains is like, is a black comedy, but that that's only part of it because it's also the, the, the gore is in there yeah. and the creepiness and the horrors in there. Just something that is just a comedy again i think that's tough at this I, uh, when at this, we're down in the reeds like this especially with me because i'm that for you yeah for you to sign on to a great comedy that it's gonna be tough that would be the ultimate for me <laughs> that's gonna be tough for any film to get but i'm sure it's possibly out there yeah it really is possibly out there right we've got one last thing to do sure we need to pick episode one of season six let's do it i'm really excited we need to run the randomizer because Episode ones are always the big deal, aren't they? They're like everybody remembers what was episode one of a stream table. <laughs> it's what all the kids talk about. Yes, of course it is. I remember all of them. Good, go for it. Do I? <laughs> the open house was season one's opener. Michael inside season two. Eye oh, boy. That was four, that four. I think this one was Temple, so I'm missing season three's opener. Can I bring up the stream table? Yeah, 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 of course you can. I can't tell you either, but then <laughs> I get mixed up which ones in which season. I've got no internet. Why have I got no internet? Oh, I don't know season freeze. <laughs> Why have I got into this? <laughs> I know what it was. Oh. I don't. I, it's it's not a particularly memorable film. We got it up. Bad day for the cop. Nope. <laughs> Take me. Correct. I can understand. I'm going to edit that all together now and <laughs> make it look like I got them all. So yeah, the the what well, my point was that the first films of a season are memorable. It's a big event. It's a big event. So let's pick season six, episode one of Bottom of the Stream. Are you ready? I am. Let's pick a film called Containment. Have you ever heard of Containment? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think this has very, very recently been added to the long list. Um, I think Sam added it. Right. As a Patreon. That's another thing you get to do as a Patreon. You can add things to the long list if you want to. Um, Containment is a film from 2015. Back Ooh. in time a little bit. 
It's 15. It's only on for an hour and 17 minutes. Okay. So we're going short. Not for the contained for very long. We're going short for the first episode of season uh, season six. Would you like to know a synopsis? I surely would. What happens when an epidemic breaks out, but you're kept in the dark? Anything can happen. Okay, right. Slowly, the residents realise that they will die unless they all come together. What residents? These residents. Of what? What a shit synopsis. <laughs> I'm in already. <laughs> <laughs> so, this film's got a shit. Let me see if Netflix has got a better one. Because that was not a great synopsis, was it? Here we go. Forced into quarantine by strangers in hazmat suits, residents of an apartment complex spiral into violence as they discern who's sick and who isn't. Okay. Sounds like the thing. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, it looks pretty low budget, to be honest. Yeah, Sheila Reed's in it. Right I'm excited to watch Containment. Me too. I don't know who that is. Who's Sheila Reed? You do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for if it. If she is who I think she is. I'll find out when I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, go out and watch Containment. You've got a couple of weeks to watch it. We'll be back a week on Monday for The Wave. And then the following Thursday is when we'll do the Containment episode. So you've got a little bit of time to watch Containment. Good. We've got a little bit of time to watch Containment as well, which is nice. Um, Yeah, do that. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, all at BOTS underscore podcast. Email address if you want to drop us an email. It's bottomofthestream at gmail.com. Uh, check out the website bottomofthestream.com the website's got all the stream tables in their full glory now um it's got all the botska winners on it it's got everything on it it's got every episode we've ever recorded so you can listen to them straight in your browser and you can even get some merch if you want to get a hold of a bottom of the stream hole punch hole punch i don't know <laughs> Did you say? mini skirt oh, okay <laughs> Because I really like the bottom of the stream miniskirt and I'd like to see somebody buy it. I'd love to see you in one. <laughs> it wouldn't fit me, I don't think. I don't think we do hole punches, okay. though. I might be wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, check that out. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you'll get early access to the movie show episodes. You'll get bonus episodes. You will get a wild card that Nick writes every month. And if you come in at the top level... Or a newsletter. What did I say wild card again? Yeah. I do that quite often. A newsletter that Nick writes every month. And if you come in at the top level, you'll get a wild card so you can get involved in the wild card game and try and get to the top of the stream for next season. Excellent. If you can spare a few I've minutes. Discord. You took. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Join Sorry. us in Discord. The Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. Nick, go. If you can spare a few minutes. It's not like we've never done this before, is it? <laughs> no. Then please consider leaving us a review anywhere that you can review podcasts. That could be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podchaser, Spotify anywhere else at all you could review every single episode and put your reviews into a table to rank the best (laughs) review do that definitely do that otherwise we'll be back here in a couple of weeks we will this is a monster episode it's going to be ages to edit it so i hope you enjoyed it we'll be back in a couple of weeks to start season six cheers bye